Okay, so today let's talk about shutting out the noise. And let's face it, guys, there is so much noise out there, especially on the online whole internet space. I mean, I go online and I'm trying to find something or I'm trying to do some research or, I, you know, perhaps I'm just trying to kill time and be unproductive. But before I know it, I'm just going down a rabbit hole of opinionitis, as I call it. It's like everyone on the internet these days seems to be an expert, or at least are positioning themselves as an expert. I mean, it's just noise, 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 mental clutter, mental clutter. You guessed it, mental clutter. Haven't we all had enough? I mean, for me, it's just overwhelming. There's just so many, much information that bombards us once we just barely you know, open our screens and start to browse. And it's coming from everywhere. And for me, especially being a highly sensitive person, I find it really hard to connect with my inner voice and my authentic knowingness or intuition or whatever you want to call it. When I'm constantly listening to the opinion, ideas, thoughts, the shoulds and the must from others, especially on the online space. So I guess this message is as much for me as for anyone who's listening to just apply more awareness into our online behavior habits and to really, you know, I guess, assess our frame of mind when we're using the internet and to almost create either mental barriers or alter or change our mental, our, our physical or behavioral skill set that we employ in navigating the online world. Because I think it is important to have research and learning and to get the opinion of others who are well seasoned in whatever industry that you are pursuing. However, there comes a point that you also have to merge that and refine the knowledge learned with what comes from within so that whatever you do, whatever you create, whatever you put out there onto the world still has you in it, still has your authentic voice. I'm always about freedom. I mean, I once read a book um, called The One Word. I've forgotten who wrote it, but it's a concept that we can choose to live our lives or even just as a new year resolution. One word that most defines the value or the ethical and moral stance that we choose to operate from. It made me think and realize that for me, it was always about freedom. I guess my one overarching one word, if you like, my life one word would be freedom. I always wanted to be free. And for me, I think part of living that freedom and expressing that freedom is to be authentic and be true to myself, Egypt. And this can become a very hard process, especially in the online space. I'm really navigating the uncharted waters, for me anyway, of digital and online minimalism. Minimalism. Can't get that word out. Anyway. And... I have a lot of great things that I want to do in my life and I want to bring out onto the world so that other people can hopefully find the work that I create useful in their own lives. But I'm never going to get there if I don't have mental clarity and if I don't operate from my authentic self. Because not only do I want to live a creative life that I get a lot done, you know, the GTD, getting things done life, 
But I want to have an authentic life that expresses my truest, highest value. I think as human beings, there is an innate desire for us to be seen. To be seen, not just visually, but to be seen for who we are in our inner lives. It's almost like a psychological hunger that needs to be fed. And if we starve that inner life process, then we starve our soul somewhat. So... I think it's important, especially online, in whatever you do, if you're trying to either um, interact online, build a business online, you know, in using social media platform, just not to lose yourself, not to lose who you are, trying to be like somebody else. Because what's the point if you just live your life trying to be like somebody else? To me, that's just not really worth it you know it's better to be you and the best of you than like half best of somebody else or not even half best in the most cases so ways that we can cut out noise I mean I don't like to just have sometimes I read blood posts and they kind of highlight the problems and you know they kind of leave you hanging and don't give you any solutions or any practical tips and advice So I strive to, when I highlight challenges or problems of society's problems to do with social change and the way society is defunct, to offer practical solutions or just ideas that you can toy with to see how that problem, I guess, or challenge could be ameliorated. So these are just things I do that have helped me not to become overly overwhelmed. That's a double O, guys with life online one of them is to just read an article blog post listen to a video and to prune out or to wean out so i take what i feel is useful and practical in my life and i discard the rest so that way i'm not just applying every tactic tip strategy tool insight to my life you know that's being created or written by people who have vastly different lives to me. I guess in that way, you know, in one word, it would be to curate the information. If you're looking at, you know, watching videos online, just have in the back of your mind, how is this relevant in my life? Or how can I make this relevant in my life? So that's one thing I do, I guess, to cut out digital noise is to prune. Another thing I do is to just stop the process. I do that by taking micro-digital sabbaticals or just breaks. (laughs) When I'm online and I'm like, you know, multiple tabs open, scrolling here, scrolling there, browsing here, browsing there, I feel this headiness, almost like this mental congestion come on board. And I'm like, okay, Egypt, you have to stop. You have to get up. You have to breathe. You have to stretch. You have to move. You have to switch off your smartphone, computer, whatever digital tool is being used has to just take a break, pause, go on a vacate, a vacation. So yeah, just disconnect. Stop it. Don't forget that you do have the power to stop it. I know these devices have been designed by addiction psychologists. Believe me, they have, which is a topic of another episode. But ultimately, you have the conscious ability to say, this is enough and I want a break. 
Yes, maybe you're not going to delete your Facebook or your Twitter account, but you can take a break from it. You can take a couple of hours and believe me, your heart will not stop beating. <laughs> um, so yeah, another thing I do is just to take a break from it all. I'm like, okay. Um, and then another tactic that I employ, is co- it's called, um, I guess it's just minimizing my information source. Say if I'm working on a project, and sometimes I'll actually say to myself, okay, what are going to be the research inputs and the information sources for this project? Am I going to use books? Is it going to be podcast? Is it going to be information I find online in the form of content like um, blog posts or papers? Or is it going to be like video content? So, and then I choose one, just one portal Again, keeping it simple, one portal that I will use, if you like, as my research base. So say I want to um, get information about healing herbs for digestive issues. I might just limit it. I have like a mountain of books at home. So I might just limit it to say that I'm only going to go to the books to look for that information. I'm not going to go to the books, listen to some podcasts. Oh, why don't we just throw in there some YouTube videos? Heck, why don't we just watch a documentary in this? Then I'll be there all day doing more researching than I am actually learning. And well, I guess researching is kind of learning, but not always. Sometimes you're just kind of, you know, doing the thing and not really getting any more out of it, but you continue researching. So I limit myself that I'm just going to get information just from one source alone. That way I've put some kind of psychological barrier to prevent the noise from the videos, the podcasts, the, you know, other channels affecting my mind. For me, it's very important to live life with mental clarity. I say strong body, strong mind, strong body, clear mind. It's important to retain our sense of mental clarity, which can easily be lost or thrown aside when we're bombarded by information and opinions and um, news from everywhere. You know, I do, this is actually something I do, like say on YouTube, I've been employing different minimization strategies and in my, I guess, YouTube life. YouTube is hit and miss for me. I get a lot of value and good things from it. I've watched a lot of inspirational videos, videos I've learned from, you know, um, but at the same time, I've gone down the rabbit hole of just one video after another that I'm not really learning anything from. I'm just killing and passing time. So in this regard, what I do is just um, I have this Chrome extension app, which I will link in the show notes, where um, I just kind of block out all the comment section or at least not the comment section, uh, excuse me, the right sidebar thing section, so I don't have recommended videos, like, coming up, and like, oh, you just watch this, why don't you watch this next, and I'm like, oh my god, that looks nice, and before I know it, I'm just somewhere else, so I use this app, I believe it's called Adblocker Plus, it's free, and you can have it on Chrome extension, um, just like an app you download into your Google Chrome, and, you know, just follow the steps, and set it up, and there are ways that you can can block different sections around YouTube and I found this to be one of the best apps so essentially all I get is just a video um, with a blank white screen around it so I can focus on the videos and I I also turn off the recommended next option as well um, I guess that could be a fourth tip but it's kind of like a third one 
well, a fourth one within a third one. So I use that option as a way to just minimize, again, information overload, minimize my online user experience, um, I guess. So those are some two tips that I use online to block out the noise. And a fourth one is that I don't just open too many tabs. I still do it sometimes, but way less than I used to. I try and limit it to a couple of tabs or just one tab on the immediate thing that I want to read, watch, listen to, rather than have multiple tabs kind of, you know, fighting for my attention. Um, because it's almost like we came from the industrial age into the information age. Now it's about almost the attention age. There's so many sources out there that are vying for our attention, that are vying for our mind. If we don't have any kind of strategies or behavior hacks in place, we're literally, say, literally saying, oh, here's my mind on a plate. You have it. You fill it with all manner of stuff. Oh, advertisement. 10,000 a day? Great. Oh, this shiny new online object that I need to buy? Oh, great. Oh, email sign up link? Oh, what? Is this like my 10th one today? Great. We can't live our lives in this kind of mindless, zombie-like um, state. It's time to seize back our control, seize back our cognitive powers, if you like, and take charge of our life. Cut out the noise so that we have momental clarity and cognitive power to focus and craft our vision, our goals, to work in ourselves, work in our inner lives, work in our bodies. Whatever purpose we want to fulfill, we need clarity. Hence why we have to become noise-blocking ninjas, especially on the online space. I hope this podcast has done some justice in terms of sharing some tips and tools that you can use in your life to have a more mental, more mental clarity in your online experience. Um, feel free to leave a message as always, an audio recorded message is always welcome and I will leave more information and tips in the show notes. Have a beautiful day filled with light and love. Namaste. Bye.